0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, brought to you by
1: OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host.
0: Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Michael Williams. He is the Senior Vice President, Small Business Banking Manager, Atlanta, with Bank of America.
1: Welcome, Michael. Good afternoon, and thanks for having me. Good to be here with you again.
0: I am so excited to get caught up with you uh, regarding uh, some of the things that are happening in the business world here in Atlanta, and you have kind of a unique lens to all of the activity. Can you talk a little bit about your role?
1: Yes. Well, my role as a small business banking uh, manager is I lead a team of uh, small business bankers who are active in our local community out in the field, meeting with business owners, entrepreneurs, making sure that we're providing access to uh, capital, finding ways to help simplify their business, streamline productivity, as well as optimize overall cash flow.
0: Now, in your career, you've worked in a variety of roles in banking, including some work with community banks. Can you share a little bit about how a small business person should choose their banking partner? Like, What are some of the trade-offs of going with a large enterprise bank like Bank of America versus a community bank?
1: Yeah, listen, I will tell you that banking, just like anything else in life, is about connections, right? You want to get a team of good people around you. And so my personal recommendation is, you know, almost like an interview process, get to know your local bankers, whether that be through networking events, whether that be through Chamber of Commerce or just going in to some of your local institutions and, and really find out who's listening to you and providing advice based on where you're looking to take your organization and some of the specific challenges you may be facing.
0: So, what are some of the questions a small business owner should be asking of that banker?
1: You know, it's always good to know a little bit about person's uh, professional background, uh, the different programs and services that the institution provides. But I would tell you, it's probably more about having someone who's very interested in you and your business. How did your business get started? Right? Why are you passionate? about what you do and what are some of the challenges you face and where do you want to take your business in the next 12 months, three to five years? So I would tell you more so than, you know, someone giving you their credentials from a banking solutions perspective, it's good to be with a true advisor, someone who's going to take the time to understand your priorities, where you've been, where you are and where you're looking to take your organization. So
0: if you're not getting that kind of relationship with your banker, you should probably shop around a little bit then.
1: Yeah. Or, or let the person know also. Right. Hey, listen, uh, feedback is a uh, is a gift. And so, you know, if I'm in a situation where, you know, I'm not getting exactly uh, what I need or I don't feel heard, I think one of the first things to do, especially if you vote both. Uh, both parties have invested time in those relationships is the first share of that feedback. But definitely uh, there's nothing wrong with getting a a second opinion
0: now, um, because you do work for one of the largest banking institutions in the country, probably uh, probably in the world, I would think you uh, have an uh, interesting kind of lens into the small business community and you've done a lot of work with surveys and, um, and a lot of uh, communication with a lot of people in the market here in Atlanta. What are you kind of sensing from the business community here in Atlanta?
1: Yeah, I will tell you, uh, some of our recent surveys have shown that um, business owners overall are still very optimistic about the next 12 months. Um, They are expecting revenues to increase. Um, That's down slightly uh, from our last survey, but overall, uh, they're expecting uh, revenues to increase and a number of businesses are expecting to uh, expand and continue to hire.
0: Now, is this something just because entrepreneurs and business owners tend to be optimistic and look at the glass as half full, um, you know, a lot, if not most of the time. Is it a, a function of that or is there really kind of uh, a true belief that, hey, that things aren't as bad as maybe some of the headlines are saying they are?
1: Yeah, I would tell you that to your point, right? Uh, small business owners, entrepreneurs are, are typically uh, very uh, optimistic, right? They're, they're courageous uh, group. Uh, And so that's a part of it. But the other part is, listen, we've gone through some some major uh, events when you think about a global health crisis and being able to uh, manage through that. And those things are also bleeding into uh, the confidence that our small business owners are feeling as well. When you think about 67 percent of those business owners overall, say they expect revenues to increase over the next 12 months.
0: Now, is there anything that you're seeing when you kind of parse through the data, like maybe break it down between uh, male business owners versus female business owners or maybe Mm -hmm. minority business owners versus non-minority business owners? Or is this just across the board?
1: It is across the board, but there are some um, things that are unique uh, based on um, different factors. Right. So, for example, women. Uh, entrepreneurs, uh, business owners that were surveyed, 63% of them expect revenues uh, to increase. Uh, When you look at their male counterparts, the males are about 70%. Uh, If you go into some of the ethnic groups as well, uh, Hispanic, Latino business owners, um, 91% say they expect revenues to either increase or remain flat, with 63% of those Uh, surveyed saying they expect revenues to increase, right? And you're seeing that also uh, increase in the uh, African-American community as well with uh, 86% of Black business owners saying they expect revenues to increase and three or four um, expecting to expand their business. And I'll give you some examples of those just here locally. I think about we just helped a um, a woman dentist open up her practice, right? She's been in the industry uh, for quite a few years, has a, a great brand within the local community, and we were able to work with our practice solutions team that specializes in doctors, dentists, vets, and uh, help with accessing, uh, gaining access to capital to I, Identify and open up a facility as well as get the equipment she needed and also cash flow for the staffing until the business can start generating uh, enough revenue to uh, sustain itself in a few months.
0: Now, uh, we do here at Business Radio X, we do a lot of work with um, women owned business uh, businesses and the organizations that uh, serve them a lot of times you hear women business owners have a harder time accessing capital. Um, Is that something that's changing? Is there some tips uh, you can recommend for a women business owner to uh, get access to some of that needed capital?
1: When you think about uh, women business owners and access to capital of about 78%, uh, right? Say that they plan to obtain uh, financing. One in three uh, still feel like it's very difficult uh, for women to obtain access to to capital, um, and so a lot of that has to do with you know access to advice. So once again, uh, you know, having a relationship with a lender. Right, forty two percent of women owned businesses said they didn't have a relationship with the lender. So that would be one of the steps, right? Making sure that like we spoke about earlier, you develop a relationship uh, with a local uh, business advisor who understands what your business priorities are and can be a part of advising and and helping you build a roadmap to get that access to capital. And then 31% uh, felt they didn't have the proper information or qualifications that made them feel confident with applying uh, for access to capital. So, you know, really uh, having your financials in order, right? Two to three years of uh, business and personal tax returns, being able to speak to uh, your personal and, and business debts, um, having an advisor and an accountant or CPA who understands what your long-term uh, goals are for the business and taking that into consideration Um, as they're working on your financial documents as well and advising you. But I would say the number one thing there was an access or relationship with a lender.
0: Now, um, in any business relationship with an advisor, are you, and especially when it comes to banking, um, is it reasonable to ask of the banker for advice for, Hey, what do you think I should do? Or is it something that you're just presenting the banker with information? Like, here's my tax returns. Here's my, you know, the bookkeeping information. And, um, you know, you're telling me, okay, maybe you could get a loan here. Or if you did that, this, that would, you know, help you maybe make more money next year. Like, where is the consulting line as opposed to just hey we have access to capital and if you bring me these documents I check I have a checklist here and I check them all off and and I have that then I can present this and then I can help you get a loan or or um, help you kind of grow your business like where is consulting advising how do you kind of discern all of this
1: yeah listen I I will tell you I think back to uh Hispanic and 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 Latino business owners and 84 percent of them uh, who surveyed said they wish they had more educational resources, right? Centered around their small business. And so to your point, you know, um, a banking financial uh, professional is a part of that. But sometimes it's also about access to resources, educational resources, whether they be online or in-person or courses or different websites at Bank of America We have our Bank of America uh, forward slash small business site, and there are a lot of resources on there, including uh, feedback and and best practices from other business owners. And so, you know, I would start leveraging additional resources. Your advisor is there to provide uh, some level of direction um, and support. But at the end of the day, uh, you are the quarterback of your business, right? Nobody's going to care as much about that business as the owners and the people who are putting their blood, sweat and tears into it every day. And so just continue to do your research, definitely leverage your uh, banking uh, professional, right? But they can't discourage you nor should they uh, discourage you from applying and leverage your different uh, educational resources, whether it be through our site uh, that has a multitude or some other resources out there and then make sure you do your homework to make sure you're aware of the different government programs and resources that are available as well. Right.
0: But when you're like most business owners obviously aren't as knowledgeable about finance as a banker, like this is what bankers do every day. This is all they're thinking about 24 seven where a business owner comes in and they might be good at, you know, um, Cutting hair, or they could be good at fixing a car, or they could be good at, um, you know, marketing programs. But to have somebody in your corner that's kind of watching your back and then um, guiding you a little bit or encouraging you just to, to proceed, like you said, with government, there might be government money available, but you don't even know what you don't know. But the banker might see 50 applications of this in a week and then they can say hey have you considered this is that
1: reasonable that is reasonable to expect uh your banker to provide uh at you know uh point you in the right direction of different resources uh that you may be able to take advantage of even things like um community development uh programs as well that that may be available uh that a lot of Bank support. Uh, Bank of America, uh, number one, is a is a big supporter of community development. Of uh, financial uh, support that's out there. So, uh, but everything is about having a team of advisors, right? No one person uh, is the the keeper of of all uh, answers. But between your team of advisors, I would say to any business owner, um, you know, get a team, a good team of advisor. Who's your banker? Um, Who's your your CPA or accountant? Who's your trusted uh, person in the industry or mentor uh, that you can work with as well? So I I definitely agree with you. Uh, You should be able to lean on all of your advisors to make you aware of different resources that they've come in contact with uh, with their years of experience or resources that are available through that organization.
0: Well, I think that that's at the heart of what a good trusted advisor is because if they're not helping you grow your business in tangible ways, not just executing whatever their job is, if they're not kind of watching your back and letting you know, hey, there's an opportunity here or hey, you should meet this person here that I uh, just met. Like if they're not actively helping you grow, then you better find a different trusted advisor because they're not. It's too hard to do this on your own and you can't just have vendors or service providers like bankers just do the minimum of just, you know, putting deposits in a bank and, you know, sending you a a statement every month.
1: Yeah, exactly. We got to be thinking, uh, like, as I said earlier, how do we help you streamline your business? How do we help you uh, simplify your business if you can or how do we allow you to? Uh, hold on to uh, cash longer so you can invest in other areas. I met with a client uh, earlier this year who was really, uh, right, starting to have a few issues when it comes to labor, right? And so they were thinking about ways that they can run their business more efficiently. And we were all able to get together and they connected with some folks in research and development And we were able to help them finance a new piece of equipment that did not take jobs away. It actually allowed them to be more efficient with the staff that they had and to invest in those employees in a way that they were able to build a a different and even more complex skill set, which would serve them better in the future as far as higher wages. But all that started from a tour of her plant, right? And understanding the different challenges and where the business was growing and some of the challenges uh, that the business was facing uh, when it comes to talent, uh, access to talent as a resource.
0: Right. And that's not an obvious place where a banker would help, but it was Mm -hmm. critical in the growth of this company. And that's, that's a true trusted advisor. Yes, sir. So if somebody wants to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what is the coordinates?
1: Um, Go to Bank of America uh, backslash small business. Uh, There'll be our resource site, which also allows you to set appointments uh, with your local uh, small business specialist, either in the financial center or one of our small business bankers that could come out uh, to your uh, place of business as well.
0: And then when you have a banker and you are working with somebody at Bank of America, is this something you should check in with them in person every quarter, every six months, every year? How often do you recommend having these kind of human to human conversations?
1: Yeah, listen, I I would definitely say um, at a minimum um, every six months, but ideally uh, about every 90 days. I was looking at uh, one of our prior surveys, And it said that over 80 percent of the business owners uh, had an action plan and were looking to uh, adjust or revisit their action plan on a monthly, quarterly or semi-annually basis. So uh, a lot of business owners are starting to see the value of not only having an advisor, but to your point, uh, meeting with them on a regular basis. So definitely. Uh, every six months and ideally at least once a quarter even if it's just a touch base um, to make sure things are still the same and and folks move right folks folks get promoted um, where they go and and follow other passions and so you want to make sure uh, that you and your advisor are still connected
0: good stuff well michael thank you so much for sharing your story today you're doing such important work and we appreciate you
1: oh thanks for having me and you guys do a wonderful uh job uh informing and advising uh, the community, local community as well. So keep up the great work.
0: All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio.